you know, he would step across the line. Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. Yes, sir, we are back indeed. I am Garrett Charles Langley Henson, one half of the Habitual Line Steppers podcast. I'm Terry Carter, say the second. What's up? How's it going? man? It's going well. The deuce is loose. Uh, and this is a happy week for me, Terry. I can't, I don't know if you can see, but I'm rocking my Ireland jersey. Oh, yeah. I got my The Mind de Canton, a ginger liqueur hat. And I am ready to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, big dog. St. Patrick's Day. Even though it's baby. still. Even though it's still three days a week, it's a whole week for us Irish folk. <laughs> it's three days away, brother. Three days away. You're so excited. You can't. Your words are just bumbling out, man. It's a little weird. Yeah, man. I, cu- I cut myself shaving this morning. It came out green. <laughs> <laughs> so you're ready. You are ready. All right. Let's get oh, I'm, started. I'm ready, ready. I'm ready, ready. Let's just like Russell Wilson is for a new challenge in Denver, the trade went through, Terry. Denver sent a boatload of picks and Noah Fant over to the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks got a – what's his name? Jordan Locke or Drew Locke? They got Drew, Drew Locke, Locke, I believe, yeah. Yeah, they got Drew Locke and a bunch of picks and no Russell <laughs> Wilson and a 72-year-old head coach. And uh, now they can start their rebuild with a 72-year-old head coach. What are your takeaways from, from this trade that shook up the NFL landscape, Terry? It's only a shakeup, of course, because your boy Russell Wilson finally got out of Seattle. And it looks like all the reports are kind of saying that this whole time when all the fans were clamoring, me and you as well, let Russell throw the ball. And it turns out that Russell was asking, yo, can we change up the playbook and let me throw the ball? And now that we see that he's been complaining about it, he get, he gets his way. He's out of Seattle. And we get to see if he can uh, start a little dynasty out there in Denver, you know, see Russell actually throw the football. For once in his life, like actually more than 20 times a game. They treat him like he's rookie year Ben Roethlisberger or some shit over there. Like, I don't understand it. And then, like, for the game winning, for that game winning um, interception that Butler threw, they finally want to throw it when they had Marshawn Lynch. It's just like Seattle, they just couldn't figure out the play calling, bro. You got somebody. I I knew exactly what they're Seattle knew exactly what they're doing. Russell Wilson is on one here. Let me tell you why. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. Did you watch Seattle's offensive line the last 10 years, Terry? They're horrible. Did that strike you as the type of offensive line that you want to drop back and throw 50 times a game on? Or do you want to get them going forward, run blocking, instead of going backwards, getting pancaked on their rear end? Hey, man, that's not my fault. Let me get a shot. Let me get a chance. Draft better offensive linemen. I don't know what to tell you. So going to Denver – Everyone has been really excited about all the weapons he's got. Yeah. Straight Madden style, right? He's got the wide receivers and Cortland Sutton and in um Jerry Judy. Uh yeah. don't forget uh Tim whatever his face, Tim Wright, their third wide receiver. He's pretty good too. Then they got Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, two-headed beast in the backfield. But what they don't have is what Russell Wilson didn't have his whole career, offensive linemen. And the problem remains. Oh, it's just in. Score alert. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But anyways, like. They're like, we're just kidding. Deshaun Watson did do it. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> but nah, hey, look, man. No serious talk here. Russell Wilson. 
Going to Denver. Cool. Congratulations. Are, are they the best team now in the, in that division? No. In the division? Are you kidding me? No. Kansas City, Oakland, San Diego. Good luck with that one, Russell. You, you I mean, that's not he didn't choose it, but I think Seattle did a good one on that one. He might be last in that division for a little bit, man. It's going to take some time. He did choose it because he had a, a no trade clause, a no trade clause that he waived to go there. He went to go to Denver. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, he waived it. Now I didn't think Sierra would co-sign that. I thought if you're going to be waving the no trade clause, you're going to be going to somewhere where she can get it on and pop it too. But you never know. Maybe Sierra's going to get into like the uh, the medicinal business now that they're out there in Denver. <clears throat> Possibly. I mean, well, it's kind of spoken from someone. It sounds like they've never been to Denver. Yeah. Denver is a really nice city, bro. Low key. I mean, entertainment wise, is it a nice city? No, but I think Sierra is so established. She can get people to fly to her. They can build a whole fucking house, get a studio and all that type of shit. All I know is they don't even show Nuggets games in Denver. <laughs> They're blacked out and they have been for two years and they have the MVP in the league and nobody gives a fuck. Hey, man. It is what it is, brother. It is so I lost is. respect for your whole city that you got the best player in the league and nobody watches your team. This like, uh, are we missing something here? Does like Denver have a bunch of cap space or something? Like, can they get a bunch of free agents? I, I feel like they were decent this year, but not so good that I thought they're a quarterback away from like being contenders. I didn't. I definitely didn't. So. See that. According to like a lot of the advanced metrics and stuff, they had the number two or number three defense in the league last year yeah. on like a per play basis and everything like that. Um, and so I think a lot of the reasoning is you had a defense as top three and was on the field a ton because your offense couldn't sustain drives, couldn't stay on the field after third down. And so now, you know, you bring in a guy who gives your offense some legitimacy immediately. And if that defense can continue to be a top five unit, you know, you have a top 12 offense, a top five defense. That's the Super Bowl contending team. So yeah. I think that's what their logic is. Well, we'll see. Hopefully. I, I like Russell, so I, I hope that, uh, you know, the North Carolina kid played at NC State. Uh, hopefully, you know, he does well out there. I don't want to see him, you know, not succeed. I don't want to see him do well. And plus, that division is going to be fun to watch with those four quarterbacks in that division. That's going to be crazy, man. Carr, fucking Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell. Oh, because we thought Aaron Rodgers was coming. But your boy Aaron, he decided to stay. If you're the Broncos, who would you rather have, Rodgers or Wilson? Mm, I think I'd rather have Rodgers possibly, but I don't know. He just, like, seems so disinterested in those playoff games when it's cold as shit. So it's, like, hard to say, like, if he's worthy of, you know, going to Denver because it's the same shit in Denver, if not colder. Like, it's, it's cold as shit there. So I, I don't know, man. I, I like Russell and I like Rodgers, but I think Rodgers is better overall as a quarterback. That's all I'll so, say. So you would have gone with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. If you probably. had the choice between the two? Yeah, what about you? I would have gone with Russell Wilson, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers has now taken the crown from Peyton Manning as the greatest regular season player of all time. Yeah. Four MVPs, dude. That's but, Man hasn't done shit in the postseason for like a decade now. And yeah. he's played bad in every big game for like yeah. the last eight years. Russell Wilson, you know, he'll fuck around during the regular season. He's not going to put up those eye-popping numbers. But when it comes winning time, you know what you can count on. And he has like 37 game-winning drives, 20-something in the fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah. Like 
he's proven it time and time and time again. You just keep it close, keep us in the ball game, and I'll take you back to the promised land. And no, that's true. With that's Denver, true. if they can have another elite defense, you know what I mean? That 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 replicates some of that, and I, I would feel pretty confident about Russ going forward. And the other thing is, besides the age, like how they interact with their teammates. Aaron Rodgers has been very like me first, yeah. very diva-ish, you know, telling Greg Jennings, don't be that guy when he was asking for money, then like acting like he's going to retire and to get a gigantic payday for the Packers, yeah. which now means that they can't pay Devontae Adams and they had to cut Zadarius Smith today, who's their best yeah. pass rusher. And then you juxtapose that with Russell Wilson, who's still like he gives off the persona of like a college coach. <laughs> like he, he's in the locker room, rah rah with the guys, like putting all these slogans up, trying to inspire people. And I think for the Broncos, they have a really young team with a young wide receiver room. There aren't a lot of established veterans on that offense. And so they'll all respond, I think, to Russ because he has credibility and he's going to engage them and he's going to make them feel like they're part of the process. Where with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he comes in and now it's all about Aaron Rodgers and get in how you fit in. And I just think that dynamic with the younger players uh, may have played a factor as well. No, that's true. That's true. And, of course, like, Russell Wilson is a way better leader than Aaron Rodgers. It's not even fucking close, like you were saying. So, I'm excited to see what they're going to do down there, man. I think they're going to be – they're going to be all right, but it's going to be tough sledding. That's not an easy division. And the AFC is tough in itself. Like, that's going to be tough for Russell to win a Super Bowl, man. Wiping a trade clause for that? Shit, dude. I don't know about all that, bro. Yeah. The AFC is tough. The AFC is crazy, you know, with all the quarterbacks there. But – the NFC uh, is still tough, too, because Aaron Rodgers, like we mentioned, returned to Green Bay. Yep. He broke the the record for uh, salary for any player in NFL history. He's going to get paid like $50 million a year for the next Jesus four years. Christ. How many years? Four years? Yep, four years. They uh, This officially means that Jordan Love can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> the Jordan Love era in Green Bay is over. Yeah. And so look for him to get traded somewhere else. But the Packers to me, Terry, they seem like a team that like, I feel like when you try to bring it back, whenever you think you're one piece away and you just need that last piece and it's like, we're going to bring the whole crew back and we just need to add this piece. It never works out. Things Not aren't even. ever the same on yeah. a year to year basis. And we always try to like project that consistency, but it, it rarely happens. Yeah. And when I, mean, I see this, it's like you just signed up to pay a 42-year-old $50 million is what you just did. That is true. Shit, this reminds me of some of those damn basketball contracts, bro, like CP3 and like John Wall and them, like with these super maxes when they're 37 and they're point guards and shit, and you're just like, did you really just sign this guy for four years? You know he's going to be 40 at the end of this contract, but – Quarterback is a different position. Aaron Rodgers still seems to look like he's at his peak. So I mean, we can't say it's a it's a mistake. Like he, he's still hey, looking. I great. think I think that CP three comparison is a really good one, man. Yeah. Because so. when he first signed that deal, or not not like it was like the year after he signed that deal, mm-hmm. and we were like, God, this is a horrible contract. He just got hurt in the bubble against the Lakers again. They couldn't count on him in the uh, in the playoffs. James Harden took a shit all over the center court in a bubble and nobody wiped it up for months. Yeah. And then we're like, shit, 
so now you've got a aging 30 some year old six foot tall point guard who's yep. getting paid 40 some million dollars a year who can't stay on the floor and we're like ooh in the moment sign cp3 looked really good but now it's one of the worst contracts in the league and then he gets traded to okc yep. he rewrites the narrative he leads the nba in fourth quarter scoring and in clutch points he makes the all nba second team and now suddenly it's not such a horrible contract anymore Nope. Suddenly, Phoenix wants to extend him, give him three more years on it. Yeah. So for Aaron Rodgers, he's in a position similar to Chris Paul, where we're here right now being like, I don't know how I feel about this deal. He's an older guy. Yeah, Teammates yeah. not respond to him, can't count him on the playoffs, et cetera. But he still has plenty of time to rewrite the narrative and all the requisite talent to do so. Yeah, he definitely does. Hey, I, I don't expect him to uh, go down at all, especially like with how quarterbacks are being protected like throughout these years in the NFL. And he's smart. He doesn't really get sacked like that. He throws the ball away a lot. He He's fine. He's going to be fine. I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't win another MVP. He'll probably win another MVP. He's he's good, man. He's absolutely outstanding, bro. But the playoffs, man, he needs How to would you feel if you're Devontae Adams right now? I feel elated. Shit. So, so, what? Why? Just because you can't get paid, you still get to be good. Why everybody got to get paid, huh? You don't want to just be good. You're still going to get thirty million. How much is he getting paid? Twenty. He's not getting paid. Eighteen. Look it up. I'm about to look up his contract. So they tried to franchise tag him after this whole Rogers nonsense. They did. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not playing on the <laughs> franchise tag. I've been waiting for my payday for five fucking years. I've been yeah. the best receiver in the league. He's too good for the franchise tag. I mean, he he needs to get paid, but I mean, they they paid the guy that deserves the money though. Like, what are you gonna do? What am I supposed to do as Aaron Rodgers? Take less money to get him? I fucking won the MVP with Greg Jennings. I won it with Jordy Nelson. I can win it without Devontae Adams. Come on now. I don't think we've seen a quarterback win a Super Bowl in the last 20 years making over $30 million a season. I think that's that's probably true. I think Matthew Stafford was probably the most expensive quarterback to win it in the last 20 years. And that's because, they, you know, their, their GM wore a T-shirt saying, fuck them picks. <laughs> like they mortgage everything for this season. Yeah, true. Uh, you might be right. I mean, because Brady always restructures his. But he, I mean, but, you know, he's probably still. Yeah, Brady is the, like, he's the last dude who's, like, the old guard who kept winning all these chips. But he kept taking less and less money so he could afford to fit all these other guys in. You don't, yeah. You're not seeing that with Aaron Rodgers right here. And no. everyone else who's, like, been to the Super Bowl – They've been within years three to seven of their quarterback where he doesn't get stupid, stupid, stupid expensive. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't know. <clears throat> Damn. Well, I, I guess I got to see how much this guy has. Hey, take, Terry, take a breath. All right? <laughs> <laughs> My Lord, sir. So your boy Adams, I'm trying to look at his contract right now. Who, like, how much money do you think he deserves? Because he's been at the top. For how many years you think? Two years at least being the best, and then like maybe yeah. you know five. He's years. been in the top three for five years. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, he made seventeen million dollars last year, which is decent yeah. money. Well, I not mean, for not best wide receiver in the world money. What are, what are we looking for? Like thirty. So Julio got twenty three. So I'm looking. So, 25. Fuck and it. That, that, that Julio deal was three years ago. 
That's true. So I'm looking for 27. I'm going to start off at 35. If it goes down to 27, I'll take it. But my thing is you this. You know what, guys? If you guys don't want to pay me, then I'll just go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> or the That's Eagles. True. You don't think the Eagles will pay his ass $30 million a year? Somebody's going to give him money. But my th- this is my thing, though. The NFL once again raised the cap another, I think, $20 million, I believe. So it's around like 200 220, I forget what the figure is actually. I think it's 200 million or like 202 million or something like that. So, I mean, there is money there, you know, for him to get paid. But it depends on what you guys want to do. You want to win or you want to get paid, bro. If you want to, if you want to win, take 20 million and shut the hell up. If you want to get paid, go ahead and go to Miami with Tua as your quarterback. Go ahead and go to Philly with fucking Jalen Hurts as your quarterback. He doesn't have any leverage, bro. Go ahead and get paid. And it, play it, with it cuts both ways, though. It cuts the same way for Aaron Rodgers. You want to yeah, win? Take thirty million and leave ten ten million bucks extra for Devontae. You want to get paid? Take the forty and then draft some dude in, uh, in the draft this year and wave goodbye to the best chemistry that we've seen since I don't even know Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning. <laughs> uh, Brady Moss that one year was disgusting. I mean, look. The only thing I'm saying is this. Aaron Rodgers thinks he can win the shit without Devontae Adams. That's a definite fact. Wait a minute. That's a how? Because, Terry, did you watch the NFC Championship game? He didn't throw to anyone besides Devontae Adams the whole game. Their whole offense was Devontae Adams. What did that get them? Nothing. That that got them nothing. I didn't say you just had to use only Devontae Adams. I'm just saying I don't understand why he'd be confident that he could win without Devontae Adams. You couldn't get a first down without Devontae Adams all season. Now you're expecting to go to the Super Bowl? Nah, I hear you. I, that's that's I'm telling that's the cockiness. That's Aaron Rodgers' mentality, baby. We don't need no wide receivers, bro. Nah, you gotta gotta catch the ball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing sixty balls to Equinomania St. Brown. <laughs> league man but it's not gonna I, cut I, it dog i agree with you i'm just trying to give you another you know aspect of it and i'm sure this is his mentality he's like look man i'm not leaving no money out there on the table i got people to feed you know i got things to do but in yeah. all actuality he ain't got shit to feed but himself he's a selfish fuck him and his wife i don't even think they're gonna have kids i'm destroying his character right now him first wife, of all they wife, i told you before don't I, they don't even have a wife they broke up they, they broke up married yeah so he's not with that quacked out lady anymore Fucking nah. what's her name Whitley or some shit. Bitch said she'd never watched football before in her life, and everybody's like, "Yo, get out of here, stop." <laughs> anyways, I digress. I apologize. You know, but nah, yeah. don't apologize, Terry. Go in, sir. <laughs> Step across that line. But Terry, you know, Aaron Rodgers isn't the only legendary quarterback to return to the NFC this year, Terry. Yesterday, they announced TB12 is coming back. Tim Boyle re-signed to play backup quarterback for the Detroit Lions for $3 million on a one-year deal. Terry, does this change the landscape of the NFL? No, never. It will never (laughs) change the landscape of Detroit either. It's not going to do anything. Oh, okay. You want to talk about the other TB12. It was the other TB12. That's right. Tom Brady announced yesterday on Instagram that he has ended his retirement prematurely and that he's returning to football and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for next season. 
Terry, this retirement lasted almost 45 days. I did. What, <laughs> is he just an attention whore? I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't think he's like he's not on the the Brett Favre trajectory. I would say, but he's not. Nah, not yet, not yet. Brett Favre retired three times and then came back. He was like, "I'm back, I'm back, I'm the gunslinger, I'm back." But anyways, so Tom Brady, second greatest quarterback of all time. He, I don't think the retirement went how he wanted it to go. And so, in a way, he's so competitive and so petty. That he was like, you know what? I didn't get my just due, so I'm retiring the next year. I'm coming back because somebody else, Adam Schefter, boy, he leapt and jumped the gun quick. He was like, oh, I heard Tom Brady retiring. Oh, he's retiring. Put it on ESPN. Sources said, I'm done. I'm not retracting it. You can go fuck yourself, Tom. I'm out of here. I'm the GOAT, Adam Schefter. And Tom's like, wow. All right. By the way, shouts to Shefty, by the way. (laughs) Like, standing toe-to-toe with the GOAT and saying, nah, this is my job, homie. This is news, and I'm reporting it. Nah, that's 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 big nuts right there, dude. That is huge nuts on that call. But like yeah. we saw, uh, I think Adam Shepard, you're the GOAT, bro. You brought Tom Brady back to the NFL. By doing this, by jumping across the line, by stepping across the habitual line, you have gotten Tom Brady back, and we get to see the GOAT back in the football field, bro. I like it. And the NFC is weak. So they might be able to go back to the Super Bowl. It's a great move by Tom. I got a different take, Terry. Hmm? Go ahead. It wasn't Adam Schefter that got Tom Brady back. Uh Uh-oh. Who is it? Giselle? It was Mike (laughs) Krzyzewski. All right, go ahead. I want to hear this one. Tom Brady wants a retirement tour. He wants a retirement tour just like Coach K got. He wants one just like Kobe got. Yep. He wants them to be bring flowers to every stadium. He wants every week to have uh, my last chance beating the Washington Commanders. Oh, I have so many great memories at the sludgy, shitty FedEx field. <laughs> he wants to get his flowers every week, have the story be about Tom Brady every week, and for him to get all his just desserts in the end. You know, because he finished the league in passing yards. Uh, was he first in passing touchdowns also? And then. So. Yeah. Yeah. Then he flames out in the playoffs. It's like nobody will even remember that in his last year, he led the NFL in everything at 40, whatever. <laughs> all we remember is that you blew it in the, uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> and that's all he's thinking about at home. You know what I mean? Like he's just hanging out with his son. He's playing Madden Ultimate Team. He's like, wait a minute. Carson Wentz is at 83? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what, bro? It was, it's so weird, though, because like, the, his narrative going out, they were like, damn, he still got it. I'm surprised that this is going to be his last year because he led the comeback. They led that comeback all the way, and the defense really was the ones who gave it away. <laughs> but, Tom, that's not enough for Tom. He's got to win it all. He's not going to win it all. Dude. And that mark my words, when he wins it all, it's not because it's not going to be because of him. It's going to be because of the defense, just like they won the Super Bowl because of the defense. All right? Don't get it twisted. It's up to that defense, bro. And if you're coming back, you're running it back in the same D three times. I don't know about this championship shit, but I, I like the move though. We get to see Tom again. I love it. I what mean, do you, you think about the you. the speculation that he's going to do one year here in Tampa, then request a trade to go back home to San Francisco to play for his hometown team in the 49ers? That's wild. That's wild. That'd be wild. I think he can win it with San Francisco. I don't think he can win it with Tampa Bay though. 
because you got Debo and the boys. Antonio Brown is gone. You know, you, you're missing that target. Godwin, what? He tore his ACL, right? Yeah, like, he's back, though. They signed him. Yeah, I saw that, but yeah, you tore your ACL, bro. Like, you're not going to be right until maybe at the very, very end of the season, and then you still got to get the continuity because football is such a team sport. You know, you got to do They that. had tons of weapons anyway. I don't even want to hear that shit. They had 3,000-yard wide receivers and the greatest tight end of all time and a 1,500-yard running back. Old-ass Gronk. And the best offensive line in the league. Old-ass Gronk? Who, won for, who ran for 1,500 uh, yards this year? Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Yes, he was like one of the three best backs in the league. Look at his numbers, bro. Oh, he was stupid been, good. I must have been looking at a different Leonard Fournette. I, I guess I so. <laughs> I, he was on my fantasy team. The only motherfucker keep me in games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is, like, really, uh, Antonio Brown is like the only dude they lost. <laughs> they got everyone else. They got Fournette. They got Ronald Jones. They got Chris Godwin. They got Mike Evans. They got OJ Howard. They got Gronkowski. You got Scotty Miller. It's like how mm-hmm. much? It's an embarrassment of riches already. That's mm-hmm. better skill positions than almost anyone else in the whole fucking league. Don't come to me complaining about we don't have no weapons, mm-hmm. Tom. Eh, I don't know about all that, buddy. Okay, hey. you you know no 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 Tom. You come trade places to Atlanta Falcons and throw balls to Frank Darby because he's the only wide receiver on our roster. You want to compare situations? They have 2,000-yard receivers. We don't have anyone on our roster who's caught 10 passes in the NFL, Terry. Tom Brady will not be caught dead in the same city as Magic City. All right? There's too many big booties. He likes big titties. He's he's a big titty guy. Florida or New England or San Francisco. He he likes small everything. Small, (laughs) skinny. If, if he could find a bitch that is two-dimensional, he's going to go scouting in Paper Mario for his hey, next he's gonna year. Gonna he's going to see all them fake ass in Atlanta and deflate them shit. like, hey, I like my PS5 <laughs> a little less. Yeah, he's going to try to, but you don't realize those joints are firm. They're hard. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no squish. They ain't got no air to be let out. But nah, it's honestly, like trying to let air out of a bowling ball. <laughs> honestly, I, uh, we really don't know like exactly why. You know, he decided to come back. But I will say he did have some conversations with three goats. Mike Krzyzewski, LeBron James, and Cristiano Ronaldo. All in one week, he talked to all of them. So I think yep. once people started kind of to see he was in the same, you know, areas of these people and having conversations with him, I think we knew he was coming back to give us something great. And Leonard Fournette only rushed for 800 yards this year. So congratulations. You played yeah. yourself. Christian Ronaldo was like, he's like, listen, man, you think I left Ralph Rognick tell me how to play and what to do? Tell Bruce Arians to shove it up his ass. Go back and do whatever you want, Tom. You the coach, you the GM, you the GOAT. Whatever Tom Brady says goes. TB can do They're going to replace all the cafeteria food with avocado toast and egg white omelets and whatnot. <laughs> he's going to bring in his own trainer, his own chef. They're going to yeah. change all the music to Brazilian love jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. what Tom Brady wants, Tom Brady gets, man. No, that's true, man. That is true. Hey, and <laughs> the people of Washington got what they wanted as well. Mr. No, Carson. I'm not talking about a decent name for their football team. I'm talking about the worst quarterback that I've seen start in the last five years, Carson Wentz. Terry, he did win us. He he, the worst starting quarterback. Can you name a worse dude who started each of the fat last five years? 
Maybe the oh the last five years? No, I can't. I can't give. Kirk Cousins is up there though. I don't give a shit. He's better I mean. than Carson Wentz. He's, <laughs> I'll take Kirk Cousins over Carson Wentz. Hey, like hold on, man. Carson Carson Wentz almost um he almost won the MVP when he tore his ACL that year though. He was nasty in Philly yeah. that one year. He was really good. And that ACL yeah. team just ruined his career. Mm-hmm. Ruined. Yeah. So was Baron Davis. Don't put them in the same uh, sentence, bro. Come on, bro. Baron Davis is almost a legend. Carson Wentz isn't really doing shit for me, bro. He got replaced by big dick Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. And they won yeah. shit without him. And he's yeah. looking like shit, Indy. Well, what's up with Washington, bro? Like, they, they I don't know what they have against, like, Taylor Heineke. Like, I really don't know. that He comes in his, like, first game and plays Tom Brady to a draw in the playoffs. They barely lose to the Super Bowl champions. Then this next year, you know, they, they're like, we're going to ride with our guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's got the high <laughs> IQ. He knows where the defense is going to move ahead of time, blah, 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 blah. Idiotic. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets injured week one. Yep. All Heineke does is come out there and just grit out games, find ways to win, improvise, make plays. Terry McLaurin's the only dude on the whole team who can catch the ball. Yep. And somehow he's still – Winning games, he beat the Falcons on the last second play, and he's shown like up. He's shown up in clutch moments over yep. and over again. And so they're like, "Oh, you know what? We need to bring in a guy who couldn't beat the Jacksonville Jaguars on the last day of the season to get into the playoffs <laughs> after they had already fired their coach and were tanking for the number one pick. They're tanking for the number one pick, and you lost to Jacksonville, dude. That is a disgrace on its own. Carson Wentz is horrible. This is I don't even know what to say, man. This is weird." Why? I don't understand the trade at all. And I don't even hey, know what. If I'm Taylor Heineke, I'm asking for a trade. Like, bro, get me up <laughs> out of here. No, I'm not doing this. Well, you think he has the, the, the cliche to ask yeah. for a trade in the NFL? Shit. I do. Because people are talking about Mr. Bisky like he's the second coming of Jesus Christ. Should have got drafted where he got you, drafted. You know how excited Giants fans are thinking they're going to get Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> I'd rather have Taylor Heineke over Mr. Trubisky 10 times out of 10. I'd and the other, rather have Daniel Jones. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, the the guy who really uh, I, I would go for is Gardner Minshew, who's sitting behind Jalen Hurts. But both of those guys should be discontent. Nah, I'm taking Cap. I'm still taking Kaepernick over all of them. Hey, that's my quarterback <laughs> in my Madden franchise for the Falcons, baby. First thing I did, trade Matt Ryan to the Browns, sign Colin Kaepernick off the street. 81 overall, 80 overall. I'm yeah. All these other guys are garbage. I'm out on that. But, I'm with you, know, you, bro. Honestly, Carson Wentz, this, this is going to set them back, right? This has got to set your franchise backwards. Yeah, I mean, worse than the name. They should have just kept it Washington football team. Fuck it. You changed it to Commanders. Now you draft fucking Carson Wentz. Like, what, what else can you do wrong? Washington. I'm done with this. Let's move on. Deshaun Watson. It's the Washington Commanders' uh, fault the gas is so high. <laughs> It's all Washington. That's true. That's true. Those uh, those those prices are high as shit. But let, let's let's get all right. Out well, here. Terry, let's transition to a guy who did uh, a lot of commanding <laughs> during his time in Houston, especially during his uh, massage sessions. Ooh, uh, smooth, smooth, just yes, like the video that he put on his uh, rape victims. Wait, no, that's too alleged. So alleged, alleged, alleged. And Terry, those allegations were determined by the state of Texas, the city of Houston, and a jury of Deshaun Watson's peers. 
that wow. they are not going to further proceed. He was not charged with anything. Hmm. They interviewed 22 out of the 28 women and found all types of inconsistencies in their stories. They went through digital records, phone records, everything. Found no evidence to suggest that Deshaun Watson um, forced himself on any of these women or uh, pressured them into having sex against their will. They acknowledged that there were several of the women that did have sexual contact with Watson, but those interactions um, were determined to have been of their own accord and of their own volition. So yesterday, Deshaun Watson pretty much got his name cleared in civil court or in, in criminal court. Criminal now court. they're still proceeding in civil <laughs> court. We all know famously that OJ won in criminal court and lost in civil court. Yep. Um, and it remains to be seen if this is a situation like that. But a big win for the Houston Texans, for Deshaun Watson, and for the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints, who are meeting with him today uh, yeah. discussing to, to make a trade to bring him into the organization. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as, like, the, the allegations and shit, it is what it is. He's not guilty, you know, in criminal court. So I guess we can't make fun of him anymore. Psych, you fucking... Yeah! <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I feel bad for those women because it, it does... He definitely did something, but it sucks that, like, everything just has to line up perfectly for you to, like, actually be charged with some shit in court. Like, court is tricky. So I'm not going to talk about the court shit. As far as where he's going to go... Come to Charlotte, baby. Come on down to the Panthers, baby. We'd love to have Deshaun Watson. Get a little buzz going in the buzz city, man. We're done with the Panthers. You know, we got fucking Sam Darnold. I don't even know why the Panthers traded for his ass. We need to go ahead and get Deshaun. And then New Orleans. Uh, I don't know. Jameis Winston. And uh, what's his name? Who's the backup? What the fuck? Uh, Taysom Hill. And Jameis Winston's yeah. a free agent. Oh, is he gone? He's gone now? Hey, I thought New Orleans wanted to take some hill. They gave him this contract and all this shit, right? Did they give him like a six-year deal or something stupid like that? Try your boy out. You fucking were starting Jameis Winston. Try out your boy Taysom for a season. Jesus, get out of here. We want. I Deshaun. totally agree. Don't get Deshaun Watson. Stay with Taysom yeah. Hill, hundred percent. He's way Taysom. way better. You know what? The Panthers. Uh, you guys shouldn't get Deshaun either. I'd try to find <laughs> another Taysom Hill type guy <laughs> in the draft. Maybe another guy who can't throw at the quarterback I'm position. I'm campaigning for Taysom Hill, baby. Keep him. Keep him. Deshaun to Charlotte. That's Terry, crazy. I love how I love how in your little soliloquy there, I heard a lot of we should do this, we should do that. Well, y'all did do something. You trade Khalil Mack <laughs> away from the Bears to the Chargers. You're not are you a Panthers fan now? Is that what I'm hearing with all this? We should do this, we should do that. Are you done with the Bears? I'm a big proponent of we when you're in the same state as the team. So I'm I'm always a we guy when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a Bears fan. <laughs> But, hey, uh, this segment, Pronoun Talk, is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, We always talk, but it's never straight. Go ahead, Terry. <laughs> so that's the thing, though. Where is Mr. Deshaun Watson going to go, bro? Like, what's the what, what would be the biggest splash NFL-wise, and what do you think personally is going to happen? The biggest splash? For Deshaun. Like, Deshaun's a big name. Okay, so 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 the biggest splash would be the Patriots. Ooh, and they open. 
Wait, no, they're not. Mac Jones. Hold on. Are you going to disrespect Mac Jones like that? Mac 10? No. Listen, Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback in the league, and now with these allegations gone off his back, there aren't too many opportunities to get like a 26-year-old top five quarterback. With all due respect to Mac Jones, if he's part of the package that goes the other way in that deal, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm just fine with it. So that's the one that would shock me the most. But low-key, Bill Belichick is smarter than everybody, so it wouldn't shock me the most. Yeah, Because as soon as they they announce that – Everyone already started going, oh, my God, go ahead and book it in New England. <laughs> yeah, true. But that if would be- I were Deshaun Watson, where would I go? Mm. Dallas. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not an option. <laughs> right? Uh. See, I, I gave you the Russell Wilson to Detroit thing before. <laughs> because this Detroit yeah, shit, man. Hey, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again, Terry. Thank I'm not doing it Jesus again. Jesus Christ. Don't go to Detroit. He anyway. needs to he needs to go to Pittsburgh. That that's a that's a yeah, that's a that's, that's another good landing spot right there. Pittsburgh That's good. where I would go. Yeah. Blackhead coach. No he's gonna look after a black quarterback. Yep. No he's gonna put his arm around you, shield you from a lot of the like media criticism and stuff. At yeah. the same time, you know, you have an absolute leader of men. And, uh, like, Deshaun Watson, he was dependent on David Culley and uh, what's his face? What Bill O'Brien was his coach. He's like a bunch coach, of clowns. Yeah. You know O'Brien. what I mean? He's never had a good coach since he was at Clemson. So yeah. I think he'd embrace that. That would be a match made in heaven. And, you know, Steeler culture would definitely embrace him. Hey, man, anybody who has a quarterback that's not that good, if you're not trying to get him, I'm looking at your GM sideways, bro, and I don't give a damn what anybody says about it, bro. Like, your boy is innocent as hell. He just went through the court system. It's time to get a top five quarterback, bro. Stop playing around. If you're not the Packers, you know what I'm saying, not the Chiefs, the Bills, any of the teams with the top five guys, cool. You know, keep your dudes. You need to get Deshaun. You need to be looking for Deshaun. You need to be figuring out how to get a trade for this dude because you are not going to get any opportunities this flat out, like, I wouldn't say easy, but like just kind of, it's in your face. It's dangling. You got to try to get this guy. He's good. Chicago, we were trying to get him. Now all of a sudden we're out of it. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Chicago. We traded Khalil Mack. You could have traded yeah. him for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> hey man, fucking these these young quarterbacks, you, MVPs who are in their mid twenties don't just pop up on the open market. No, nah, they don't. They do not. Every they team do. should be interested. Every team Definitely. should be interested. Pittsburgh, Every team Chicago, should be calling the Houston Texans. Unless New York, you know, you got who what what's the one team that's owned by a woman? The Bills. It's the Bills. Yeah, well they're not doing it. <laughs> but the <laughs> other 29. <laughs> well they already got Big Joe. They're good. Yeah. Josh, the team. other 31 teams should be calling him. Yeah. Now, you touched on it, Terry. Your boy Mac was traded from the Bears to the Chargers. Hello, Mac. An arms race out there in the AFC West with uh, Denver getting Russell Wilson. Now everyone's like, oh, shit, we got to start stocking up. Yeah. It's the year. Chargers. So now the Chargers, they re-sign Mike Williams on the outside, give them another great wide receiver, and now they have a bookend for uh, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. Yeah. Which yeah. one is he? I think it's Joey. I think it's Joey Bosa. 
So yeah. now they got Joey Bosa on one side and they got Khalil Mack on the other. That's a that's a tandem, bro. That is a tandem. And see, that's the thing that like <clears throat> I feel like the Khalil Mack. Um, what do I want to say? Like his presence wasn't felt as much, you know, like in the beginning of the trade. But you got to think about it, dude. Like when he first got to Chicago, we had a decent defense. The defense was. Let me stop saying we. Chicago had a, a really good defense when he first got traded there. A couple years in, we lose some guys to injury. They, you know, some guys just didn't resign because they wanted more money. He wasn't getting the big numbers, but he still was getting to the quarterback, even though he wasn't getting his sacks. He's still good as fuck. Don't get it twisted. The guy is still a top five DN in the league. So with him pairing up with Bosa, dude, the Chargers are going to be a team to look out for, man. There's no longer any dark horse type shit there. You got to look out for the Chargers, man. It's going to be a problem. Too bad LA doesn't care, you know, but the Chargers are going to be really good. (laughs) I, I, I agree, bro. And like, when we looked at uh, the last four teams that were in the playoffs, you know, all of them really had one thing in common, which was they were able to get pressure with four players on the quarterback without blitzing, yep. drop into coverage, and still make the quarterback move off his spot. Yep. I think that's like probably in the modern NFL the most important thing in terms of winning. It, it, like the most important thing on your team is I don't know if you can win with – not being having to blitz to create pressure, yeah, because the the best quarterbacks will eat you up doing that all, all day long, all day long. So more than drafting a wide receiver or anything like this, really solidifies to me the Chargers are here to stay and to be feared, and they can now drop eight into coverage and rush yeah. three people and still get to the quarterback, just like the Forty ers were doing, um, and and the NFC Championship game, not and, exactly. When you have Justin Herbert on the other side of that, that's a scary proposition for Oakland, for Denver, and yep. uh, may I dare say, even for Kansas City. Oh, definitely for Kansas City because you saw, I mean, nope, no matter how good you are at quarterback, if you're getting your face blitzed off or even with no um, blitzes and the pressure just getting to you, it's going to be impossible for you to get the ball to your receivers because you're, you're going to have to throw it before they're ever breaking out on their routes. So. This is a great trade. If I'm Justin Herbert, I'm looking at my GM, and I'm giving him a fucking standing ovation. I'm like, hey, brother, I like it. We're back, and we're here to stay. And if that's what you want to see out of your GM, you want to win now, dude. You got a top 10 quarterback. Fuck them got- picks. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Les Need. You got an opportunity, man. They got an opportunity to win the Super Bowl with this Justin Herbert kid, so I, I like the pick, man. And you know, I tell you what, Ed, yeah, you better go all in now, too, when you have a young stud like this. Because one, like we said, the window now to win it is while he's on a cheap deal. Herbert's still on his rookie deal. You have cap space to absorb guys like Khalil Mack. You have the space to re-sign Mike uh, Williams in in free agency. When Justin Herbert gets that $50 million deal, you're not going to be able to bring in all these outside pillars to your team. So your window starts now. Mm -hmm. And I love how they're being aggressive. And the other thing is, We've seen the the age of player movement in the NBA begin to trickle over into the NFL. That's what it seems like. Wilson getting a no-trade clause put in his Mm -hmm. contract, then forcing his way out of town, Tom Brady forcing his way, Aaron Rodgers doing the whole thing. So I think the Chargers have to be aware that there's a clock on Justin Herbert. And if you don't start getting into the playoffs and start becoming competitive, he might become disillusioned. It's like, wait a minute, I'm a top-five talent. There's nobody at our games. We haven't come close 
uh, to win a playoff game. Yep. What am I doing here? I'm highly coveted. I'm not signing an extension. Exactly. Or I'll sign the extension, then demand a trade. No, that's true. That's true. And they treat you just like the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they should be treated like the Pelicans. They moved from San Diego to L.A., and L.A. doesn't care about football. So my thing is this, though. Like, you guys have an opportunity to get this dub. But at the same time, your division is tough as shit. So I, I like that they doubled down on defense. You know, and trying to get after these quarterbacks instead of kind of being scared or instead of saying, you know what, we can try to outscore these teams. They're like, nah, fuck all that. We're going straight at you, dude. We're going straight at you. And they don't care about these picks. And then in the NFL, picks are like gold. Like they treat them just like they are gold. I mean, because they are, though, because of how contracts are structured. Like you said early in the in the episode of this pod that we're doing, not a lot of $30 million quarterbacks win the Super Bowls these days, you know? So you get these guys in these rookie deals and you surround them. You can win. I'll, I'll say one thing, though, is that picks are always tantalizing. Picks yeah. are always tantalizing. But eventually, picks turn into players. And you saw the Dolphins from the Laramie Tunsil trade. That, what did they have? Seven first-round picks over the last three years. And Jalen Waddle's the only one who's worth a shit. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, that, but that's that's also a GM thing. But you, you are right, though. Like, picks are great in theory, but not everyone – you know, pans out being really good. And a lot of these dudes don't even make it past three years. You know, it's just like, yo, this dude's about to be an absolute beast. Gone in a fucking two seasons. It's like, you know, picks are picks, but if you got bona fide studs out there and you can trade your picks for them, do it. Terry, as Leslie uh, so eloquently put it, fuck them picks. And that's what the Cleveland Browns did. When they lost Odell Beckham, they got a pick back. And they're like, well, we got picks to burn now. Amari Cooper, bring it on in, man. Replacing ODB up in the poop city. I mean, up in Cleveland. Um, (laughs) Go. He went from the Dallas Cowboys, the center of the NFL, to Cleveland. The most derided city in the league. Terry, how do you see this new marriage between Baker Mayfield and Amari Cooper working out in Cleveland? Who cares? Amari Cooper is um, top 15, cool, but now you're going to Baker. You're fucking done. You're cooked. Baker is absolutely horrible. I like that he, you know, capitalized on all of his fame in the beginning of his career and got a bunch of State Farm commercials and shit, but at the end of the day, talent is what's going to keep getting you money, and you have been struggling for the past, what, Two and a half years? I mean, we get, they got you OBJ and Jarvis Landry, and y'all still couldn't even make the fucking playoffs, dude. That is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I understand oh, the oh, 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 Terry, 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 Terry. Go ahead. Wait a minute. Don't forget, they also paid top dollar to get Austin Hooper, the number yep. one t- free agent tight end that they took from the Falcons. Thought, they also they had – No, they didn't draft him. The Falcons did. Oh, okay. He was our tight end when we went to the Super Bowl. He scored a touchdown in that Super Bowl that we lost against the Patriots. Anyways, oh, nice. They <laughs> also had da- they also had Dave- David Njoku, who yep. was a second round pick for them, super athletic weapon on uh, as a tight end. Yep. And they also had a two headed monster at running back in uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yep. No excuses, nice. Baker. And you had like fucking five Pro Bowlers on defense, dog. Yep. Miles Garrett and all them boys. This yeah. is it. This is it. This is it for Baker this Mayfield. 
it's been it. He's done. Like, what are we talking about? We already thought he was done, but they gave his ass another chance and are Jeez, still bro. pushing their chips to the middle of the table. But you can only push your chips to the middle so many times with one guy, and yeah. you're about to lose to the house, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's over, dude. I don't care who they get. You can you can get him Devontae. They gave him OBJ, like almost in his prime. Like I know he got injuries <laughs> and stuff, but made him look like he wasn't tra- like doing anything. He goes to L.A., balls out for the end of the season. No continuity or anything. End of the season, bro, and they win a Super Bowl with the dude. I'm not trying to hear any of his Baker Mayfield shit. It's over for that shit. I'm done with it. I'm done with it, bro. I'm out. You know what I'm equally as concerned with with Baker Mayfield? I'm equally as concerned with Amari Cooper. Terry, I don't know if you noticed, but all his good games the last two years have come in Dallas at home. He's a completely different player inside in that dome stadium or whatever than he is outside in the elements. And Cleveland is cold (laughs) and it's wet and it's yucky outside. It's a grass field. You can't plant, and uh, yeah, it's a grass field, and I don't know if that's really conducive (laughs) to Amari Cooper's game. Yeah, I mean, especially when you hear a lot of reports about someone seeming disinterested sometimes, you know, in games. I can see this guy becoming disinterested in Cleveland and getting out of there quick. I mean, what did he already sign, uh, like, a deal, like, multiple years, or what are we doing here with Amari? No, I think he had one year left on his deal, and so they trade him because the Cowboys just signed Michael Gallup to a huge contract. Who tore his ACL, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I don't know why you get rid of Amari Cooper to sign Michael Gallup for the same money. Jerry Jones is getting delusional, baby. (laughs) Jerry Jones is losing it. But but to to my point about Cooper and Cleveland, Amari Cooper is like a man-beater who kills people with, like, short routes. He's a specialist yeah. at those like five to seven yard routes and then run after the catch. Um, he's not a deep ball dude per nope. se. He's no. not a contested catch guy per se. And so you got to identify those windows early where you go yeah. with the ball and get it to him in space, which has not exactly been Baker's strong suit. If I were the Browns, you know, I would have been more interested in a guy like Mike Williams, who's six four six five can catch jump balls, double covers on the sideline, that type of stuff. So Baker Mayfield doesn't have to do as much mental processing. I can see, oh, wait, I have a slot corner on a guy who's 6'5". Yeah, and it's over, dude. I, Baker Mayfield, there's nothing that you can do. Like, I, I love the, you know, get him a big old 6'5 target and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. The Cam Newton treatment. We're going to get Kelvin Benjamin, and we're going to get a Devin Funches, and we're going to get a whole bunch of 6'5 wide receivers, and then there's no way he can overthrow him. No, he's going to overthrow him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, it's just Steve Smith. You know, he's just 5'9". That's why he's overthrowing him sometimes. No, Steve Smith is fantastic. <laughs> they had a fantastic time together. It don't matter how tall Cam Newton's receivers are. He's going to overthrow him because he can't throw. <laughs> he hurt his shoulder. Didn't he tear his labrum? He tore his fucking yeah. in his shoulder. He's cooked, bro. It's over. It's Cleveland. over now. Cleveland, this is for you. Get a new quarterback. It's fucking hey. done, bro. Cleveland is done. It's a wrap. Paris is done. It's a wrap. <laughs> Terry, we're going to go from football to football. Right. As Paris Saint-Germain crashed out of the Champions League this past week against Real Madrid. Uh, they choked it away. Uh, they gave up 
uh, three goals in like 10 minutes to lose the game. John Luigi Donnarumma went full carious <laughs> trying to dribble a forward, losing the ball in a six yard box. That was wild. And then costing the team. PSG, despite spending over a billion dollars to assemble this team, did not make it out of the round of 16, Terry. Problem. Huge problem. Is your boy out? Is the coach out? He's done. They're all out. Terry, I think they're all out. I think everyone's disillusioned with it. I think it's – I think think Neymar's out. Yeah. I think Mbappe – I think Mbappe's out. I think Messi's out. Mbappe is looking at Madrid. Messi – Neymar might be the only one who sticks around, and if he does so, he'll probably do it for one year. Because, remember, Neymar's desperately wanted to have his own team, and he's never gotten to have it since he's been in Brazil. Hey, let me tell you As soon as he left to go to PSG, uh, Mbappe exploded on the scene, and now Messi's there too. Look, let let me tell you something about these Brazilians, all right? And I feel like the narrative is out there, but I I don't think people are paying attention to it. Do not give these Brazilians big money. (laughs) If you give these Brazilians big money, they are checked out, bro. Neymar is kissing his sister. He's going to nightclubs every single weekend, knowing they got games on Sundays. He doesn't give a shit. He's out there. He's the toast of Paris, baby. He's partying, champagne, campaign. He don't give a shit. He don't give Brazilians money. Fat Ronaldo. He turned into Fat Ronaldo after a big old paycheck. Ronaldinho got that big check in Barcelona. He was like, yeah. Told you, I like partying, and y'all gave me the money. My gut went from out three inches to 18. I'm out of here, bro. He got gone to AC Milan. Another mistake. Name another Brazilian. Rubinho. Went to Man City. Didn't do shit. Got got fat. Yep. Partied all the time. It's a, bro, uh, like, Ad- Adriano. Boom. Got huge after his big <laughs> paycheck. Answer. It's, bro, it's done. These Brazilians are done. Hey, Terry, I, I, I have the the exception that proves the rule for you, though. Who's the exception? Kaka! No, he's not the exception. He just got hurt. He is. No, Terry, Kaka uh, was going to go into priesthood before he went into soccer. He didn't lose his virginity until he married his wife at 24. Who's a stone cold dime, by the way. But Yeah, Kaka, he's the one. He's the only one. You no. were gonna give money to a Brazilian. You better make sure you he background check out like Kaka. <laughs> yeah. You better make check check his dick. If it's nutted already, <laughs> you can't give him the money. I think the only person we can trust is Danny Alves, bro. That's it. That's the only one we can trust. But he, I feel like he never really got like a fat forward type striker type paycheck though. You've given these goal scorers this Brazilian. Fat paycheck, they are checking out and getting fat, bro. I'm telling you. Luis Fabiano. <laughs> Yo, you can name so many more, dude. It's over for these Brazilians, bro. I don't understand why people keep giving them money. Hey, I don't it? understand why Gabriel Jesus is still skinny. Because <laughs> he's not good yet. He's not going to get his fat paycheck because he's not good. Also, hey, we need to watch out for uh, shit. I'm blanking on the on the winger at, at Madrid that's really balling. Um, junior. Vinicius. Vinicius, he might be one of the same too, bro. You give him a fat contract, all of a sudden you're hearing all these rumors Vinicius is out in the club until 6 a.m. every Saturday, knowing there's a game on Sunday at 10 a.m. I don't understand why he's, uh, you know, failing on the games. You know why? He gave him that fat check, bro. They're done. Messi right. checked because he knows. I know why. He was hanging out with James Harden all night. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and look, Mbappe went to Real Madrid. He's like, so this is what it's going to feel like to play in Madrid next year. It's looking real good out here in these uh, in these seats. 
Look, yeah. he, bro, he, he, it's it's a it's a it's a done deal. He's yes. out. He's going to Madrid. The coach. Like, it, that's a wrap. And yeah. you know, I gotta give. Well, actually, before I move on to that, go ahead. When KD joined the Warriors, the team that beat him in the playoffs mm-hmm. as the best player, everybody crucified him. And we should have. Everyone yes. said it was the soft ass move, weakest move in superstar history. Yeah, now Mbappe, when these two teams played, was the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like he's going to go join the team that beat him in Real Madrid. Terry, is it not fair then that we should leverage the same type of criticism towards Kylian Mbappe that we did towards Kevin Durant? Why not? I would normally say yes, but the thing is, he was saying this before the like series even became a thing. He always wanted to go to Madrid before he even got in Paris. So it's not the same. Now, if he didn't say any of that shit and he just switched over, we could compare it, but then also it's like he didn't choke it himself. He scored in both legs, and he was the star of everything. Like, it wasn't even close. It's not like – it was nothing he did bad. That's the hey, only KD thing. didn't choke it. Russ did. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, and I, I, I don't even agree with that um, statement. KD was also out there choking it with his boy Russell. So that's why I would say if Mbappe didn't score in either leg, we could be like, damn. I can't believe he's trading on his squad and leaving. But, you know, the PSG, they flamed out, man. It's a pure flame out. And Messi, I'm not going to say Messi doesn't look good. I just think that whole situation in PSG is just falling apart right in front of our eyes. It's just, it's just looking like a mess, dude. What's your boy doing out there, man? Just looking like a shell of a man. Shell of a man. I'm pretty sure he still leads the French League in assists. Oh, like, that's what we're doing. He's not playing a false nine, bro. He's not in the scoring position all the time. He's playing out all that. Huh? What did he do in the Champions League? He did nothing. And I'm a huge Messi fan, but he didn't do much in the Champions League with PSG, bro. I'm just saying. He didn't, but he's not being – he's asked, like, to keep the play moving more than he is to, like, take on three people and then make the killer pass. He's mostly the coaching, you say, huh? Yeah, I think, you know, if you saw him in a different situation where he's asked to do more, you'll see more. I still think he's the best player in the world. Like, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to be premature again like I was before. I'm going to have to see it consistently. So even after he leaves Barca, you're still like, he's still the best. Even after he's yeah. just flaming out in fucking Paris. Are they even in first place? Plat- I don't know. I don't watch the Farmers League, Terry. None of us do. I'm checking this right now. If they're not first place, <laughs> I got to take away. Messi is not the best this year. I can't give it to him. I can't. So his dad was talking about Messi coming back to Barcelona this summer. Now, he's really unhappy at PSG. Doesn't like like the whole culture, the team, um, all hates that type me. of shit. France hates sucks. fucking France. That's <laughs> <laughs> cargo. He's like, oh, yeah, snails fucking edible. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody speaks Spanish. I don't understand. Right. He's like, I grew up eating snails on the streets of Rosario, Argentina. Nobody thought they were a delicacy then. We call them <laughs> snot burgers, snot dogs. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Hey, man. Hey, shout out to Carlo Ancelotti, though, because Mbappe really never had a good coach, similar uh, to we said about Deshaun Watson. Yep. And now. Uh, you know, he's fed up with Pocatino, and he's looking at Ancelotti across the aisle. Like, hmm, this guy won a Champions League and three different 
countries. He's won the league in four different countries. And now uh, Real Madrid's like 18 points on top of the league. They're on course to win La Liga. He'll be the first manager ever to win all five major domestic leagues in Europe. Yeah, we can't give him best coach ever, though, but uh, he is a good coach. Oh, PSG. But I think we got to start mentioning him among the all-time greats now. If he does that, you got to start putting him up there with Cruyff and Sir Alex Ferguson and Pep, Pep. and Arsene Wenger and, uh, you know, all those guys. Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Yep. All right. Yeah, okay. Jose Mourinho. Got to put him in there. You and Jurgen Klopp. He's he's got to be in that bunch, I think. Klopp in there already? Well, Klopp, I, I, it, uh, Klopp and Conte are on the fridge. They're on the he, fridge. What about Zidane? Huh? Little... Zidane's in there. Zidane's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, Zidane's I'm in there. taking Zidane over Klopp and them. I love Klopp, but he's got to give me another oh, yeah. championship. Give me another one. Zidane low-key might be like the best manager of all time, bro. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Bro. All he does is fucking win shit with bro. old-ass players. Like, the in the Champions League era, right, no one had ever won back-to-back chips because it's, like, impossible. It's, like, it's way harder than winning the NFL. Like, that shit. They won that shit, what, three straight years in a row? If I'm not I mistaken. Think it was th- I think it was three out of four. They had a one gap. Oof. It was like kind of like how the Warriors did. Yeah. So it went back-to-back. They lost a year, then they won it again. Yeah. It, back-to-back Champions League, like, I don't think anyone is ever going to understand how hard it is to go through the Champions League gauntlet, dude, with the fucking away goals rules for the knockout stages, the group games. If you get in a good group, get a bad group, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the knockout stages is hard, man. That shit is extremely difficult to get through that. And when back-to-back, Zidane over Klopp, baby. I love Klopp. He's a great coach, but he's got to give me another league championship, another Champions League or something. you got to give me something else. FIFA. Well, World he's Cup. on track, bro. He's on track. Yeah, uh, Liverpool advanced. Excuse me to the round of eight. They did. They the Inter Milan. They're in there. Real Madrid is in there. Um, the who else is in there? The Man City is in there. The and in there. who's the fourth that's already in? That's already in Madrid. Yeah, you already said Madrid. M- Madrid, Man City, Chelsea. Um, no, they played today or tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Shady right. Or Wednesday, excuse me. They it's play on Wednesday. They played uh, Manchester United on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, tomorrow, no, tomorrow. So you so, got City, Madrid, Liverpool, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, that's why. And Bayern Munich won their tie like fucking 11 to 2 or something. Seven, yeah, 7 to 1. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I meant like over two legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the first game was a tie, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? I thought they fucked them in both games. Maybe I'm let wrong. Me, let me take a look. No, the first game was a tie. It was one to one, and then the second uh, okay. game was seven to one. So the whole I don't know why in my mind I, I thought they won like four zero the first leg and like seven to one. Well, the second I mean, leg. when you win seven one, you would expect the other game to be you know maybe four one <laughs> or something. But they tied one one. You're just like the fuck. They went to Germany. They're like, hey guys, we were just playing around over there in your away game. You know, it was a little in of an intense environment. But you're coming back to Germany. Come back to daddy. And they spanked him. Who did Bayern Munich play? Who, who was it? It's like uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Trash. Oh, RB Salzburg. Yeah. Coachless now that Jesse Marsh is coaching up at Leeds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Terry, are you insinuating that 
guys like Yusuf Polson and Danny Olmo, uh, perhaps were late night out partying with Lil Baby and James Harden and and uh, Travis Scott instead of preparing for their Champions League games. Is that what you're insinuating? That you'd have to be out that late at night with ashes shaking in front of you to lose seven one? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I'm not saying that. Sounds like you're saying that, but I'm not saying that. Oh, well, maybe I'll say it. <laughs> because Terry, that's a hard transition to the NBA, the sport that founded this podcast, the one that we're barely going to talk about today. <laughs> But news is made because we finally got our first glimpse of Ben Simmons with the Brooklyn Nets. No, he wasn't in a uniform, but he was on the bench. And Sixers fans paid $5,000 was the cheapest ticket for that. More than the Super Bowl to ben, to boo Ben Simmons in street clothes. Philly. But the booing didn't last long, Terry. Nah. As the Nets came right out there, punched the Sixers right in the mouth. They controlled yep. the game from the opening tip, whipped their ass by about 25. And yep. uh, those Ben Simmons jeers quickly turned to buyer's remorse for one James Harden, who finished with 11 points on three of 17 shooting in what was yet another abysmal, awful, terrible, uh, embarrassing performance on the biggest stage. Yeah, man, he completely just... Choke this one hard. But you know what? His his reputation has really, really changed throughout the league. Not only now is his reputation that he chokes in big games. It used to just be the playoffs. But now I can't even count on him in a big regular season game. This is what has come to, Mr. James. And now everyone, you can't even go to a birthday after the game with your boys because you choke so hard. We're looking at you like you shouldn't even celebrate fucking piece of shit. How dare you go three for 17? He played like ass, dude. That's unbelievable how badly he played. I can't he, that shit was I, bad. I, I think it's the the fact that, like, it's the same thing with Russell Westbrook. That it We don't like to see athletes leave the game on the court. I want to see you bothered by the loss. I want to yeah, yeah, see yeah. you shooting extra in the gym. Uh-huh. I want to see you taking it tough. You know, yeah. I want to see the pain and the agony of defeat reflected through your actions and, and you changing your habits to become a better player. And I that's think true. that's, what's been frustrating is that lack of accountability and like, but he's not that guy. give a fuck. Like he, he's not, he's not that guy. Jimmy Butler. If he went three of 17, probably not sleep that night. Yeah. He told little baby and Travis Scott dog. I'll see y'all next time you come out here. Nah, maybe. I don't but know. But James Harden was thinking he was thinking about that night before the tip even started. He was out yeah. there telling the ball boys, hey, uh, you see old girl out there in road double A seat fourteen? Uh, hey, go give her my number. Let her know what's good for the after party. Hey man, you might be right, but it's not like we, we can't contest it. We can't say, you know, he's not doing that, but he's doing it to himself. My my thing is this though, right? You I feel like you don't see like Jimmy and LeBron and these other type of dudes like doing this shit. One, because they're smarter. One, don't take a video of this shit. Like, look, man, we're celebrating, but no fucking cameras in this room. All right. I make the most money of everybody in this room. Probably more than y'all, all y'all combined. No cameras in this room because I say so. Big dog. But James is like, fuck it. Let's go have a ball. I don't give a shit. You can't do that shit. 
That's why he's not going to be considered one of the greats, man. And I honestly think it was a huge mistake putting him on top 75. It was a huge mistake because he hasn't done shit. He got one MVP. Cool. You score a bunch of points. You don't do anything. You choke in the playoffs all the time. Great. Now his reputation is going to go down, 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 and down. It's looking like the Nets had the, the best, uh, you know, trade. Uh, the best uh, shit. I can't the, talk the, now. They, they got the better half of the deal, huh? They got the better half and of the Terry, deal. Terry, you are good. right. Pau Gasol is better than James Harden. <laughs> I don't disagree. But for Harden, I think, like, Philadelphia has seen the work-hard, play-hard superstar, and they loved him in Allen mm-hmm. Iverson. Philly has no problem with you going out to the club after games, nah. turning up, getting a little tipsy, getting some drinks in. As That's long good. as you show up the next day and leave your heart and soul on the floor. You got to give it and all. And that is not something we've ever seen James Harden do. You nah. know, when we saw KD get guarded. Uh, he got guarded by KD at one point in that game. And he just, like, instead of trying to attack, he sees KD's on him. He's like, I'm just going to throw up this absolute piece of garbage. A step back, looking for the foul call, hits the backboard yeah. and nothing else. And it's like that moment just encapsulates him clocking out early and being like, oh, the going's getting tough. Well, I got a party in about two and a half hours that I need to start getting ready for. Well, did you see the reports between him and Kyrie at practice? Did you see those reports? Those are fake. I can't believe Kendrick Perkins got duped <laughs> yeah. by that shit, too. Kendrick Perkins went on live TV and referenced those fake reports from uh, – I'll fake. give them credit. Yeah, they're cre- they're fake. Ballsack Sports is the name of the account. Oh, okay. I didn't look at the out. account. That's Credit funny. to you, Ballsack Sports, because you got Kendrick Perkins to report a fake story on national TV. Hell yeah, that's just funny. I I could I could see that happening though. That's why like everybody was like, oh wow, yeah, he probably was giving it to him in practice. But hey, look, man, we, look, bro, you called the shit though. You called it, bro. This is who he is, dude, and he's never gonna be the type of guy. Unlike a LeBron, like LeBron's not letting these cameras show him partying after a big ass loss when he lost in the finals, which is huge. You never saw him, you know, versus Dallas. When, when even before that, when he lost in the Eastern Conference Finals, you never saw him out and shit. Yeah. Most you'll ever see LeBron is with a glass of wine. I mean, he can do whatever the fuck he wants now. Like now, it yeah. doesn't matter if he he can, him. but he still doesn't because he knows the optics are important. And yeah. as soon as uh, you know, I get photographed late night with Russell Westbrook holding a forty with a brown paper bag around it, <laughs> as yeah. opposed to sitting down in my bathtub with rose petals in the water, drinking a glass of uh, Montepulciano is a completely different narrative, and yeah. he's aware of that. Uh, you're right. I don't know, but we we already know James Harden is a big strip club, big party guy. So this is but you got to care. That's the thing. Like AI, big strip club, big party guy. There was never a question of how much he loved the game or how much he gave of himself to the game. Yeah, because Mike was like that. The question of making the ultimate sacrifice is one that James Harden has never done at any point. It's reflected through his defense, through what he does when he doesn't have the ball in his hands on offense. He might as well be a Confederate statue. And uh, for Joel Embiid, you're looking around like, wait a minute, I showed up to play today. Mm Mm-hmm. And no one else on my whole team did. Shake Milton was 0 for 6. Uh, Tobias Harris was awful. He's awesome. Maxi was like 1 for 10. Young. He's young. Everybody on the team played bad but Joel Embiid, who's like looking around like, what do I got to (laughs) do? Let me tell you something right now. 
Joel Embiid, you just saw a snippet and you just watched a trailer that was cut and edited by James Harden, all right? This is just something that's going to be happening, dude. You just saw it firsthand. He's going to choke. This is what he's going to do. When the games are big, he's choking that shit big. First round, I hope you motherfuckers don't start winning and end up playing Brooklyn because you're going to lose. Kyrie Irving and oh, Kevin Durant oh, are not oh. there kick your ass. Terry, do you know how excited I'd be to see that first round series between oh. the Nets and the Sixers? Oh, hey, my goodness. This fucking New York mayor better lift that mandate. Lift that mandate right now. I have a dream. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop pressuring the the mayor of a whole city to change for one person. No, Kyrie. No, 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 no. Everybody else in the NBA got the motherfucking shot, but Kyrie. Every other player, every other player chose to play. Kyrie chose not to do it. That he was going to be Mister Conspiracy Theory. Well, congratulations. Now you can't play in three of your team's uh, playoff games. That's the choice you made. Don't change the law for one player, mayor. Hey, Don't do it. Look, I know it feels I'll stand bad. on principle. <laughs> look, I, hey, we're inside the mind of Garrett again. Look, we're back. I know it feels <laughs> bad. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you raw. Look, I know it feels bad, everybody. I know, I know it, it's not right. You know, he he decided not to get a shot, and it looks like at the end of the day, he's gonna get what he wants. I know it doesn't feel good, but at the end of the day, you just gotta let it happen. You just gotta let it happen. The numbers are dropping. The line is flattened. The line is going down, brother. It's time. Kyrie's coming back home, and he's going to bring Brooklyn a championship. As a seven seed, maybe damn near even an eight seed. And I They're love not lifting the shit, bro. They're not lifting. <laughs> <laughs> They're not lifting the fucking mandate. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's over, baby. No, nah, the Nets didn't. See, see, Terry, the Nets did all this week. No, they're like, we're getting the lowest seed possible because we need to make sure Kyrie plays in four away games. <laughs> they know what they know what the deal is. That's Steve not true. Nash ain't out here holding his breath on Kyrie. He knows exactly bro, what's going to happen. It's done, bro. I'm sorry, bro. bro it's done games. for the Nets. They're not going anywhere this season. This is a lost season for the Brooklyn Nets. We expected, <laughs> yeah, the them, to, we expected them to win the championship. This is a lost season. They blew it. The same way that LeBron and the Lakers – Blew it out west. We could ever thought the Lakers gonna win the West. Ever thought the Nets is gonna win the East. Lost. Kaput. Come on, man. Look, man. Just don't let the mandate get you this mad, bro. Brooklyn is good. They're gonna win the championship. They're not good. They lost fucking. They lost thirteen out of fifteen. They're not good. Look, everybody, look at him. Look at him. He's flustered. He's done. It's over. Hey. Bro. When the Nets lose oh. to the Hawks in the play-in tournament, we'll see who's talking then. <laughs> we'll see who's talking then, Terry. Hey, look, I already told you. I think the Hawks can get in and actually win a round. They're no, good. We can't. Team. We suck. <laughs> and John Collins has a, a – he's going to need finger surgery. His finger's the size of an orange. Mm. He can't fucking shoot at all. His foot is hurt, and he can't jump. So now he can't shut up, can't jump, can't shoot. And suddenly, Danilo Gallinari is the only power forward on the team. Hey, look, man. We're going nowhere fast. That was just a joke, bro. We're not going to beat the Nets in the play tournament. <laughs> look, man. Mandate's lifted. You know, I'm sorry, everybody. You know, it's going to happen. After March Madness is over, that's when we'll do it very quietly and slowly into the night. It's just going to lift. 
And we're not even going to talk about it. We're just going to let it go because we're going to be excited. Baby, Brooklyn is back, bro. New York is back, bro. When it gets hot, COVID doesn't do as much damage as it used to. When it's cold, it does its damage. But when it's hot, COVID is like, I don't like to be outside. I'm gone. We're back, baby. Kyrie, we're back. And look, I was pissed at him, too. All right. All right. Fine. Then Kyrie can play, but we got to have. No, no, no. That's fine. We can play. But you're not playing in the Barclays Arena. You're playing at Rucker Park. Since since we got to be outside, since COVID, when it's hot out, it kills all the virus. All right, let's play outside in the heat. Rucker Park. Let's do it. You sure you want to play in Rucker or Park? At, at the Kingdom, Park? then. At the Kingdom, then. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, you better keep that shit inside. Because you want to play with one of the best street ball ballers that, that, that could be possibly be in Kyrie Irving, bro, with them handles? Come I'm not now. scared until he puts the makeup on. Until he puts that white hair and the makeup on and Uncle Drew comes out, I'm not scared of Kyrie outside. Hey, brother, I want everyone to listen. I want everyone to listen. And I want you to listen, too. Kyrie uh-huh. Irving is a bona fide bucket getter who has proven it in the finals. No one wants to see him, bro. I don't give a damn what anybody wants to say. Especially hey, his own teammates no, who kicked him out of his last couple listen, situations. Listen, this dude is completely healthy. He has only played in, what, 11 games Physically. Physically. Oh, he's good. Oh, oh, oh. Physically, oh, we're going mental health these days, huh? We're doing the Ben Simmons thing, huh? Got to keep my checks, dog. I got mental health problems. Got to keep my checks. Can't do that. It's <laughs> over, bro. Kyrie and KD are going to run this shit, bro. I'm telling you. So, so on wax, go ahead and say it, Terry. The Brooklyn Nets are going to the NBA Finals this year. I want to hear you say it. They have to. Because they got Ben Simmons coming back, too, bro. You forgot about that. Hey, Brooklyn Nets are not making out of the second round. Ooh, that's a bold statement. If, hey, look. It's, it's a caveat. Hey, Terry, Terry, think of their path. They're going to have to play like they're going to have to play like the Sixers, the Heat, and the Bucks, and win all of those series. You got a problem? Uh, the only team I'm fearing is the the Bucks, but they got to get Brook Lopez. You don't fear the Heat? You don't fear the Heat? No. Who fears the Heat? Uh, you just don't watch fucking basketball. Oh my Bro, god, they're I've the best. They're the best team in the East, Terry. By default. How? What do you mean by default? Bro, Ben Simmons elected. How are they by default? Ben Simmons elected not to play basketball. It doesn't matter. They lost to the Hawks when he was healthy in the first place. They weren't one of the best teams. Just listen to me. The Hawks have tanked it. They've played like shit. The Knicks have played like complete garbage. They both of those teams look horrible. And those were a five and a four seed last year. All right, that's one. Celtics, they're winning games versus shit teams. Everybody's like, oh, Celtics are great. No. They are okay. Look, listen, listen. Beat the Warriors, beat the Jazz. Kyrie barely played this last week. Look, who else did the Celtics beat? Did they beat the Suns this week too? I don't know who they beat. Who cares? Yeah, they're not just beating bad teams. They're beating good teams too. Cleveland improved tremendously. Detroit improved tremendously. Chicago is way better. Chicago's got no wings. They got no wing defense. All right? Brooklyn. Kyrie barely played. James Harden checked out. Philly, Ben Simmons didn't play. Okay. Are we we're fearing, we really fearing Miami? The Bucks, Brooke hey. Lopez hasn't played. They don't have a big man. They cut you know, Boogie. You know how many minutes Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo have played together this season? Not a lot either. Not a lot. Less than 90, Terry. Hey, let me ask talking you to me about all this other stuff. Miami had a lot of problems too, but they managed no. to tread above water, keep their head up there. Let me ask you one question about Kyle Lowry. So, he's the guy now. No Kawhi, brother. No Kawhi. Jimmy Jimmy's Butler's the not, guy. Jimmy's, Jimmy's the guy. Not Kawhi. 
Kyle, I'm going to see the same old Kyle. Same old playoff Kyle. Choking him. Him and DeRozan. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop it. Stop it. Do you not remember when the – when the Raptors won a championship, how phenomenal Kyle Lowry was in those was NBA finals. Good. He was playing well with fucking Kawhi. Let's see him play with somebody that's not a top five player. Go ahead and do it then. Yeah, we're about to. I'm excited to see it. I, am I, I'm he not fit. lying though, right? To feel this way. I'm not lying to feel this way. You I are lying Kyle. because his last two playoffs, he did really well. His Bro, last two ones, he did really well. He choked for six years. I'm supposed to believe he's a uh, fucking. So was there. Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan was choking for six years too. Now he's regarded as the clutchest player in the league. I never said that Demar Derozan was going to do anything. I didn't say that. I, nah, I'm I saying the perception of people changes based on how you update your resume. Again, Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry used to be two guys that buttholes got tight at the end of games, and they'd hit the corner of the backboard. Hey. Now they're two guys that are very comfortable in those moments. Kyle Lowry's uh, or the Miami Heat as a team, their fourth quarter rating is off the charts. It's top great. two in the league hey, up look. there with the Phoenix Suns. And uh, just, I hey, just think people change. And DeMar DeRozan leads the NBA in fourth quarter uh, scoring. And these hey, look, are the man. two leech plus guys who couldn't get it done five look, years ago. Call me Skip Bayless then. I saw LeBron choke once. He'll do it again. LeBron choked once 16 years ago, and he's going to do it again. Nah, I'm just I'm just fucking with you. Kyle Lowry, though, I don't completely mm. trust him yet. And he mm. is a veteran, and he is playing. Uh, wait a minute. Are you saying that the Sixers should bring in Deshaun Stevenson as the Giannis stopper? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is do you think the Bulls should – not the Bulls. Do you think the um, Heat should be the favorites to win it all, though? With considering like the Nets in the are, East, in the in the East, they should be the favorites in the East. The favorites should be the Suns. The favorites yeah, should be the Suns. We were just talking East. We we're just talking East. sleep. Sleep on the Bucks at your own peril. I'm still not done on the Bucks. I think they need Brook Lopez back, man. They really do need that big man because they're getting destroyed on the board some nights, man. It's looking bad. Like they I, do. Giannis is really good, dude, but like completely by himself is really tough. Even though you still well, have your, the, like, the thing about Miami is like, dude, you know, I'm a sucker for smart teams with high basketball IQs that don't beat themselves. Like that's true. Miami is very Spursian, uh, you know, and that, that Spurs team with Danny Green and all those that beat LeBron. They They're are very disciplined like that. They don't make a lot of bad plays. They don't turn the ball over. They don't make oh, mental right. errors. They're in the rotations on defense. They have all these different guys coming off the bench to contribute. Max Struess and oh, they've got Oladipo back. Um, what's great. his face? Duncan Robinson couldn't throw a rock into the river. The Oladipo wrench is interesting, though. That Oladipo wrench is interesting because you already got Tyler Hero, so it's like I, I wonder how Tyler Hero's be. leading the team in scoring. Oladipo, yeah. uh, they said he looks fantastic. He's back now, and I mean, he's got Duncan good. Robinson, who is second to Steph Curry in three pointers <laughs> made over the last three seasons. See that? That's my thing, though, about Oladipo, though, right? So they say he's cooking people in practice and looking good. But at the same time, it's like you're cooking people in practice with people that you're going to be playing with on the court, bro. Like the guys that yeah. they're, they're going against each other, they need to put the rosters out that they want to see on the court together. I feel like they're like, you know. They, I just they don't think they have a, a, a lot of parts that I like. A lot He's of parts young. that I like. They got, and, and let's not forget either, they have the NBA's uh, three-point percentage champion right now, yeah. P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Leading the league, shooting 50% from fucking three. Is that going to last? I mean, he's a 40% shooter for his career. 
Shit, I saw him shoot zero fucking points in three straight games versus KD and them. And he had All right, well, too. I saw him splash a bunch in the finals against Phoenix. So, I mean, people miss shots and people make shots, Terry, but he's proven over the course of his career that he's a reliable shot maker, especially among power forwards. I mean, how many – how many power forwards have made more threes than P.J. Tucker over the last three seasons? You can continue to hang your hat on these guys when I see it in the playoffs consistently. We've seen it in the playoffs. I'll we saw it. it in the bubble. In the bubble? Yeah, we saw it in the bubble. They made the finals, Terry. You don't remember Jimmy Butler playing LeBron to a fucking draw in some of no, those games? I did see him play well, but not to a draw. I saw him play well, though. He played him to a draw in that one that they won where he would collapse on the scorer's table. He was yeah, every bit yeah. as good as LeBron. Nah, he played well in that game. I'll give you that one game. Actually, I ain't even going to say draw. I think he played better than LeBron in that game. In and that now, one game, Bam played. Adebayo is way improved. He's back from injury. He's averaging career highs in assists and scoring. Tyler Hero, you know, he did, when they went to the finals, he was a rookie in the league. That's and they true. were dependent on him as the sixth man for all that scoring. Yeah. And it kind of dried up in the finals. He didn't have his best finals. He's a more mature player. He has a deeper bag. He has improved shot selection. Okay. So I think with their team, my only question with Miami, my yeah. only question with their whole team is half-court scoring. That's true. And that's a problem. It's a huge problem. And you know it slows down in the playoffs, so I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to It be. does. And that's why Duncan Robinson is going to be more important than ever. Because yeah. if his, if he, the first two months of the season, he couldn't buy a bucket. Yeah. He's running off all these screens and doing all these actions and then hitting the back of the rim. He was looking like Steve Novak. You need, you need his shot to be falling. And yeah. in February and March, he shot over 40% from three. It's coming back. And so now – all the things are starting to roll. Yeah, and I just look up and down that team and I see hoopers. No, they're good. They're they're a great team. But so to so to keep it concise to come to a conclusion, I got Brooklyn with the caveat of the mandate. And if the mandate's not going to be lifted, I got Bucks. What say you? <sighs> and also, Miami I really, I really want to just pick Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> You can't with this after James after after all that. I really just want to pick Philadelphia. You can't just shit on Jason Harden and then be like, "Yeah, they're gonna win the chip." Come on, no, man. I know I can't. I can't. I'm my eyes from what I've seen this season. Miami has been the best team in the East, and that's why their record is the best. But the best regular season team doesn't always wins, and that yeah. half court scares me. Yeah. So East I'm gonna keep keep my pick with the Bucks. All right, my preseason pick. We agree. Giannis my preseason pick of the Bucks, and one of the unheralded stories, Terry. The big three on the Bucks have barely played together this season, also. Yeah. Um, between Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and uh, Giannis, and when they yeah. have been on the court together, they're really good. Their their plus minus is stupid. It's like plus fourteen. Yeah. No, they're really good. Well, that's our NBA talk. Unless you want to go West Coast for a second. I mean, oh, Terry. I'm definitely going out west. I'm definitely right. going out west. Hour and a half in. We're going west. Let's go. Yeah. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> He's the line stepper of the week, Terry. Uh, Kanye? You know, yeah. Putting out a music video in which he kidnaps Pete Davidson and buries him six feet under the ground was not enough. 
That was too much. That was so much. Sent out a series of tweets admonishing Kim Kardashian for singing along with her daughter to a Machine Gun Kelly song on TikTok. Was not enough. Kanye West decided to get D.L. Hughley involved in all of this after D.L. Hughley uh, criticized. He basically said that he was stalking Kim Kardashian. And then he threatened to kill D.L. Hughley on Twitter, saying, I got enough money to touch you. <laughs> all this other shit. <laughs> you ain't safe. <laughs> Who was saying oh, this? My God. No, this is Kanye threatening to kill D.L. Hughley. <laughs> the hell is going on? Habitual line stepping. So, uh, this is what... So, Hughley said he's stalking her. He said said on an interview with Vlad TV, and obviously he's somebody who knows Pete and knows uh, Kim pretty decently. So, he says he's stalking her. You could think it's cute, but if it was my daughter, I'd do something about it. I don't think it's funny. If you want your family back, stop doing the shit that you did to make her leave. Okay. So then, that's when Kanye puts out the death threats. <laughs> he goes, what? DL lives in Calabasas? Yo, God is good. Oh, my God. <laughs> then he goes, um, DL Hughley is a pawn. Yeah, I know a king not supposed to address a pawn, but I address everything and find addresses. So DL don't speak on me or my children. I can afford to hurt you. Wow. Mr. Mr. West. What the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> what is wrong with Kanye, bro? bro? He's off the shits right now, huh? He's off his meds, huh? He's well, that's, what, so that's how DL clapped back. He said, hmm, isn't it weird that Kanye supposedly have all these goons who kill for him, but not one of them will get his prescriptions filled? <laughs> he said, here's the thought. While you're on your way to kill me in Calabasas, have somebody stop by a CVS and pick your ass up some Xanax. <laughs> oh, DL, man. You can't go at comedians, man. This is what Kanye, he doesn't understand, bro. You can't be going at comedians on social media, bro. Stick stick to rap, man. Stick to rap. But that Pete Davidson shit was a little bit too much. But just stick to rap, man. You don't, you don't want to just tit for tat? That's tough, do, bro. Do you see how Pete did him this week, too? Yeah, I saw the leaked that, text messages or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Kanye was out here uh, trying to meet up with Pete Davidson to talk stuff out or whatever or fight yeah. or whatever they're going to do. Yeah. So Kanye texts him, where you at? And then Pete sends him a, a picture of him in bed with Kim like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said I'm with your wife. I was like, oh. There's nothing worse that you can say to a man or a woman than I'm with your wife. I'm in bed with your wife. What are you going to do about it? Look you in your eyes, boy. Oh, no, 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 Terry. I, 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 I got one worse. What? And your daughter, North, is at the foot of the bed. <laughs> You're, yo, you. <laughs> that's a line crosser right there. No. Da- Pete, Davidson, Pete Davidson said, I'm going full Russell Wilson. Look here, Step future. Back. I mean, Kanye. <laughs> I'm North's father now. Okay. I'm the pappy. I'm the stepdaddy in this joint. That's crazy. Yo, Kanye, it's over, Kanye. Your run as like this intimidating guy, you know, that's done, bro. You're the backpack guy. You're the backpack guy, and you are the God guy now. You're the Jesus guy. At this point, you are a parody of a caricature of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) 
He is. And, he's a joke, though. And he's I'm talking. excited. Like Pete Davidson's. he's like, all right, I'm done holding back, y'all. He's like, That's for the true. good of my girl and her daughter, like, I ain't been saying nothing. He's like, but I've been stopping SNL from making a ton of Kanye skits, and that shit is over. <laughs> all right? They want to do some Kanye shit? We'll yeah. do it. No, that's true. Hey, look, man. Have you and you haven't heard any of the down to two shit, right? Because he put, he got that dumbass. No. Stem all, all I heard is that she was a super bad mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, look, Kanye. The only thing you can do is let down to two come out on Spotify. Just saying, just that's a wild theory of mine. If you let that fire ass music come out on Spotify for free. Or seven ninety nine a month, or whatever the price is. I think you get the people on your side because he came out with the fire album. Nobody was saying shit. Nobody's left on his side. It's like LeBron, and that's it. <laughs> and <laughs> like, all you need. Even Kid Cudi was like, "I don't fuck with you anymore." That's true. Hey, that might be all you need is uh, is uh, LeBron. Hey, yo, did I we wanna, have- you know what? I want to know how Common feels about this. I need to know Common and John Legend's opinion. The mayor of Chicago. Everybody left on good music. He he destroyed that whole shit. And by the way, have we even talked on camera about Brittany Griner still being in Russia? I didn't even know that she was Bro, in Russia. She's been detained. What, in what the fuck for, is she doing in Russia? She plays over there on the off season of WNBA because they don't pay them enough money for them not to work in the off season. They pay All them right, like cool. Money. I don't care. <laughs> Bitch, nobody <laughs> told you to go to Russia. Nobody she's told you to go to Russia. <laughs> Don't go to other countries and commit crimes. <laughs> nah, they found a. Uh, it was like a little bit of hash. Oil. Oh, I did see. It. She had fucking like a weed cart. She brought hash oil through an airport in Moscow. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- listen, man. This this to everybody. This <laughs> to everybody. Listen, this is to everybody. Listen to this podcast. If you don't take one thing away from this podcast, take this. Dwight Howard fucks. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take this. Do not go to another country and commit a crime there, especially if you don't know their laws. Especially Russia. You I are not. She- hey, you are not LiAngelo Ball. Big Daddy <laughs> Pappy Trump is not flying over to come save you from Chinese prison. Uh, right? I- Some people, Terry, you may be old enough to remember this. I don't know if you are a worldly individual when this happened. What happened? But there was an American who went to Singapore when we were in uh, middle school who spit gum on the ground and then was caned to the like brink of his death publicly in the square for it. Yeah, we went to get him. <laughs> we got his ass. And we won't get Brittany Griner. <laughs> yeah, no, after he was beat nearly to death yeah. by their rules that you can get caned in public for littering. They, they, went, they so, went a little crazy. Don't, don't go to no other countries and try to sneak drugs there and, and break their laws and shit because prison in America sucks. But prison in Russia is worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they it's call gotta... it the gulag over there. And you're not getting out the gulag, bro. Yeah, my thing is this, though. Like, they wouldn't do this to LeBron. I mean, come on, man. We got to bring her back home. Bring her back home. Hold on. It's only right. Did you just compare LeBron to Brittany Griner? She's the GOAT. Wow. You just go disrespect Cheryl Miller like that after you drafted her last week. That's crazy. That is wild. The best player of all time. I'm saying if you got one of the best players in your sport in a Russian prison during this it's time. Not, she's not one of the best players in the sport. Is Brittany Griner one of the thousand best basketball players alive? Are you? All right. So now we got to stratify everything by gender. Now we got to stratify everything. So the sport, now there's two sports. 
It's not just basketball. Now there's men's basketball, right. and it's, it's a whole different sport they're playing, right? I see what we're doing here. This is this is I see what we're doing. Hey, what what? Hey. Answer me this: What sports are Dwight Howard's girls playing, Terry? The uh, ones that he's popping well, that penis in and out of, huh? Right. What, what? Which one are they on? Look, thank you for. You say they're playing for the Atlanta Dream? Is that, is that what they're dreaming of? Was that the thank dream, you. Terry? Thank you for another week of uh, hilarious sports talk. North Carolina. Hey. You know what? I'm founded the TNBA. I'm doing it. <laughs> Basketball is a place for everybody. It's one sport. <laughs> Habitual lot stepper out. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to our podcast this evening. Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind.